Hey everyone, welcome to episode three, episode two, screw you, Cobb, of Stating the Obvious. Two, two. Uh, no, screw you. Okay, uh, the, we have me, Viswadith, and then we have Pranay, Noah, Jacob. In that order, we will have them state something obvious. Pranay, please state something obvious for us. This is going to be our intro for every episode. Uh, you catch me on the spot every time, and every time I have to fucking say I like boxer briefs. Oh <laughs> so my god. Alright, there we have it. He likes <laughs> boxer briefs. You've heard it for maybe the 12th time. Uh, Noah, what, what, what do we have here? We're really fucking bad at this. Okay, <laughs> this, this, this made, it, yeah, it's obvious. Okay, uh, Jacob, let's hear it. Last time I said the sky was blue, this time I'll say the grass is green. The grass is green. The grass is wow. always That's green. That's only true sometimes, though. I've seen, I've seen, like, blue grass, yellow grass. I have seen dead grass, so. Yeah, but the majority of the time it's green. I mean, you know Something green. else That's... that is obvious is that, uh, we should have a sponsor, Audible, if you're listening. Sponsor us. Raid Shadow Legends, if you're listening, sponsor us. We are deserving of your sponsorship. Yeah. And with that, I let's mean, get into today's episode. Starting off, Pranay has another moral question, because this man's always thinking. Yeah, maybe about Walker Reefs, actually, maybe actually, about something else, but let's hear it, Pranay. Okay, actually, this time, I did not prepare moral questions, so I just asked Fish oh, right man. before. <laughs> what, <laughs> I asked him, what, what's the moral question? He said, this is it. And so, I the question for all of you guys is: Will AI ever become sentient? That's yes. not a moral question, though. That's okay, just, you know what? Just this, is, this is not that's, my that's work. A this is not my work. Blame fish. <laughs> that's a regular right, question. Way to pass on the buck to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the answer is yes. Okay. And I, I, we're I just also, gonna move on. I, I think just, we should just move on. I, I just want to clarify: It's like sentient, as in like in in the movies kind of thing. Yeah. Have you never yeah. played Overwatch? Have you never seen Terminator? Like, like what? Ultron? Okay, I mean, yeah, no. Okay, but I mean, well, like, I in mean, real life, right. do you think it'll actually happen? Yes. Okay, look, if Prene yeah, doesn't just have... Said, like, in the movies. If Prene doesn't have a good question, just let me let me have it. I have an actual question. Oh, really? All right. Okay. Uh, uh, let's ask your question. You, just, you can't no, steal my, my segments right. like this. Get out of here, Prene. What do you mean <laughs> I can't steal? You never built anything for your segment in the first place. <laughs> All right, Prene, you're done. Okay. No, let's bad. You're just bad, Prene. All right. So, uh... All right, forgive me if I went over this a little bit in the last episode, but I'm okay. still on this. It's a question of um, if you expect the rest of your life, right, to be overall worse, like, or to be more composed of suffering than it is pleasure, right? Are you justified in committing suicide, right? Like, if you can reasonably expect, for example, like, for example, like a terminally ill patient or a patient with like an illness that creates chronic pain, right? And they know they'll have to live with this pain for the rest of their life, right? If you can expect the rest of your life to be more painful than it is like happy, are you morally justified in committing suicide? And the corollary to that, right? If you're justified in committing suicide, uh, are you then justified in murdering somebody else? Under the same conditions. All right. All right. So, so to ad- yeah. address your corollary, like no, like you're not, you're. It's not your choice to make, right? So, like, no, you cannot just murder someone just because they're under the same decisions. Like, it's their decision to make. Uh, but regarding the actual question about whether it's whether you can commit suicide, whether like that's like just morally justified, I guess. I think you have to be like certain with a 100% probability that the rest of your life is going to suck. And if there's a, like, even if it's like 99.9% that your life like will suck. And then there's like the 0.001% chance that like it could improve. I don't think, I think you just have to hold out for the those very tiny probability. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> probability times magnitude. All right, Cobb, let's hear it. No, I, I like, I don't know, I'm a corollary question, definitely agree with Jip. Like, you, you can't murder someone, doesn't, like, it's not your choice, you know, it's up to them, right? But then on the actual question, I still, I, on the general answer, I tend to agree with Jip that, like, you're not morally justified to doing it, but for a little bit different reasons. Okay? I do agree with Jip that, like, you can't say for certain that the rest of your life is going to be more suffering than pleasure because things are changing all the time. And even if it's like a, something like doesn't exist right now is uh, going to like ease your suffering or whatever. Like in the near future, like technology and stuff's always advancing. That's why you see like new drugs coming out to help aid these chronic illnesses and stuff like that. You know, 
but there are times where like they take patients offline because like they're brain dead or like the 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 rest of their life is like not very long like maybe 30 days or whatever right that kind of thing so it also depends how long this rest of your life is right but it probably isn't uh like it also assumes that you're mentally capable to make that decision i guess if you got like brain dead or something you're like you don't have that ability to make that decision but then you also have to think of the impact of killing yourself on the people around you right Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you can take that into account, even if your life is suffering. If you give pleasure to someone else by being alive, like your presence, then you're not morally justified because then you're causing suffering on someone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. agree with what Cobb, a lot of Cobb said, but I'd say in like in a perfect world, like if it knows like perfect scenario, if you know like if perfectly, you know everything, then. Uh, like, then I feel like you should be justified. But in reality, that's definitely not the case. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So, like, to address this, like, probability thing, I think that's interesting, right? Because, I mean, in terms of, like, death, right, isn't it, like, a, a somewhat neutral choice and that, like, you don't know if, like, death is going to be good or bad? It's, like, neutral, right? It's, like, it's like a zero. So, at that point, if you're, if you're looking at it, like, in like terms of, like, plus or minus, with, like, plus being, like, happiness, minus being, like, pain... Like yeah. if you're say, for example, right, if you're somebody who has like a uh, illness that causes them a lot of pain, like a chronic illness, right? Mm-hmm. You could say like, well, there's a chance that they get cured in the future. But even if they get that cure, will the cure be worth it? In that, can they expect that the amount of pleasure they receive like after that will equal like this chronic pain that they're like feeling like every day? Yeah, that's also that's oh, also well, true because I, 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 I think it like depends on what they're doing with the chronic pain. Like, does the chronic pain inhibit them from doing anything else, or yeah. can they do things in the meantime? Well, it, so no, it, it's, it's just I mean, like it's just pain, right? Like it's like well, yeah. So it doesn't prevent them from like doing whatever they want. They just have to live with the pain. I mean, sure, but, like, no. I mean, like, Cobb, like, if you woke up today, right, and, like, you were just, like, feeling, like, pain everywhere, like, would you be, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go, like, brush my teeth, go to, like, class, I'm gonna get, yeah, like, the rest the of my being, life. The uh, point being, even if, even if we assume that, like, on net, it's, like, a negative, right, that there's more pain than pleasure, you can still find pleasure and, like, actively search for it, right? You're not, like... Sure, sure. Yeah. So, which means that you know there's like something worth going right. for, but it's still like a net negative. It's still a net negative. Yeah, yeah. No, I still understand sure, but... why death is like zero summed. Right. It well, depends because... on your current situation, right? Like we can't just assume. Like for each person will perceive death as like a positive <laughs> or negative, and then you can only like decide what happens, like whether it's worth it, based on how they feels like about death, I not think... what death is. Like, I think no. And the, the timing is also super important. Like, how long this chronic pain this is, is the rest of yeah. life is. This is, like, a very case-by-case case thing. But going on what, like, Cobb said before about, I guess, like, suicide. I read this interesting quote that was, like, suicide doesn't end the pain. It just passes it to someone else, which I felt was just relevant. But it's also something right. you probably shouldn't say to people who are actually, like, in depression and suicidal. Because well, it just makes I mean... them it just makes them feel bad for feeling the way that they are. And it, I, I like from what I've heard, like general consensus agrees that the, the quote doesn't help by telling it to people. It's just like an interesting idea. Well, I mean, like, OK, I mean, like on that point, I will say, like, while it's not like the best quote, I do think like it is something of like a constructive sentiment just because like, you know, in my experience, like uh, knowing people who have been going through like depressive or suicidal thoughts, like a lot of the time, the only thing that like really keeps them from like taking that like last step to suicide is like the thought that like it will harm the people in their life right Mm -hmm. and like they may not care about themselves but they certainly care about like other people but i mean like i just want to address this as like a thought experiment right so like just like the the general idea of like if you're ever like like if if like you can like if you can like predict right that your future is going to be on the whole more painful than it is like or like worse than it is better like, are you justified in, like, ending it, right? So, uh, to, like, let, let me add some extra parameters. Yeah. So, let's say, let's say uh, there's, like, we're, we're talking about, like, some dude, Jim. Now, Jim doesn't have any friends, no family, like, nobody who will miss him, right? Um, and Jim sad, has sad a... Point, Jim. 
Yeah, sad boy Jim. But Jim has like chronic pain, and he knows that he will have this for the for basically the, the rest of his life, right? At that point, considering that he knows that the rest of his life will be filled with a lot of pain, and there's no uh, amount of pleasure that you will be able to have that will match or exceed that pain. Is he then justified in committing suicide? I mean, I'd say yes. I, I feel like I, I feel like we all agree that he would be justified. I think it depends on Jim's motivations. Like, if he has a drive, like, even if he knows it's going to be a net negative, if he has, like, a drive to do something, even if it's still going to be a net negative, he can, if he can, like, affect other people positively and that makes him feel good, even though it's, like, a net negative on hold, right, then, like, he can, like, not kill himself and do yeah. that stuff. I feel like Noah's just trying to just like put it just like very straightforward. He has no relationships with anybody else. He's just like yeah, by himself. Like he can't change anything. Right. Really. And like like he's, okay. he just exists. Right. And the he, thing he just exists. To, he just pain. exists and he's right. in pain. That's it. The thing, the thing I'm trying to isolate here, right, is whether suicide is in itself or like death generally is in itself a moral act. Is it like as in, does killing yourself have a, like an inherent moral value attached to it, right? Because like people always say like, oh, you shouldn't kill yourself. But is the reason why they're saying that more about the act of suicide itself or is it about like all the other stuff? Like, is there I, anything wrong with suicide as a concept? If we look at like, I mean, suicide and death are like, they're, I, they're like similar, but they're also like different, right? Uh, but when you look at, like, if you come across, like, a deer that got, like, hit by a car, but it's, like, still alive, like, lots of people, or, like, if they have, like, guns or whatever, like, in Texas, at least, people will, like, put the <laughs> yeah. deer out of its misery, right? Because yeah. it's just, like, in pain, it can't do anything about it, and, like, it'll just be stuck there suffering, and it's, like, better to put it out of its misery, I guess. I guess you could just, like, cross-apply the same decision-making behind that to humans as well. But yeah, I feel like well, I mean, because we have the ability to speak for ourselves and, like, communicate our thoughts, we have, like, an autonomy about whether or not it happens to us. And that just goes into the whole Cobb's whole thing about it's, like, a case-by-case -case basis sort of thing. Well, okay. Well, I mean, like, to, to address that, like, coming back to the whole idea of, like, the murder corollary, right? If you say that, like, it's better for Jim to, like, commit suicide than live through the rest of his pain, you're saying that in this case, right, death is a preferable option for Jim. Right? I mean, yeah, but it's still like his choice, right? We're not saying he should commit sure, sure, suicide. Sure. He I mean, has like I'm just saying the choice. I'm just saying, right? So like now let's say you have like Bob, right? And These Bob knows people, all Jim this Bob, stuff dude. about Jim. Bob knows that Jim, like, you know, has nobody who like will miss him or love him and like, you know, has like uh chronic pain, right? So at this point, is Bob justified in killing Jim? Now I know you you said that like it's about the choice, right? But why is there a moral value attached to choice? Because, like, we, we make decisions, or, like, you no, know, people in general make decisions for other people, like, all the time, right? Like, government policymakers, like, uh, politicians, like, they make, like, massive choices that affect millions of people without their direct input. So are you saying that, like, that's immoral? Like, they shouldn't be able to do that? Well, no, so, so the thing is, like, the politicians, there is some sort of, representation even if it's like indirect it's still there right but people can like affect who the politicians are and stuff like that but you're not justified in putting somebody like imposing your own decision calculus on someone else it's about the choice that he has you don't have the right to like enforce the choice hmm. yeah, yeah. I've, we've spent a pretty lengthy time on this and i'm sure yeah. our viewers can make their own decisions about how they feel uh, but uh cob cob always <laughs> likes to, to read the news Who's our news guy back in uh, high school, and he'll be our news guy now. So, Cobb, Cobb, what is it? What's going on? All right, so two, two, I guess, really interesting stories. One kind of, one pretty short, one length. <clears throat> the pretty short one is like the funniest one. So Trump like called out the Parasite movie. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah. Probably the did. movie. Yeah, the Parasite yeah. movie. I didn't see oh, this. why did we give? Uh, no, no, no. He was like the Academy Awards were so bad this year. We gave like best picture to like some South Korean film. Like, what's up with that? We have such big trade problems with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, Parasite on their official 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a South Korean movie, and like he has problems yeah. with South Korea, yeah. so he's like, why do we, why do we as the American Academy give it yeah. to them? So then the Parasite movie on their official Twitter account responded saying, oh, that's probably because you can't read the subtitles. No, 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 no. Okay, wait, no, like, the way <laughs> they like put it... Read. The implication was you can't read the subtitles. No, 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 the, he... the, 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 well, the way I read it, right? Well, I mean, the quote I read was, like, way better. It was just understandable. He can't read. Which is, like, I think is, like, amazing. Yeah. Well, the implication is you can't read the subtitles. Yeah, so, I yeah. know, I love it. Like, I mean, like, honestly, like... Did he respond? I've heard that Parasite's a good movie. Uh, I doubt it, dude. I doubt it. He didn't respond. Actually, (laughs) I'm going to watch it on Wednesday again for some class that we have to write something about. So, fun. Yeah, and it's free. So OP. Okay, but like, what's the uh, what's the other story called? The other story is a little bit more uh, interesting, to say the least. Is I read this article on the Economist about the tech market, right? Okay, and so. It's that these the big five tech companies, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, right? Yep. The big five are now worth like trillions of dollars, right? I mean, yeah. And a couple of years ago, there was like the big scandals with like, oh, are they becoming too uh, invested in yeah. our lives and too much personal privacy? And there's like a lot right. of backlash, the whole antitrust um, thing going on, yeah. right? But, and everybody thought, oh, like this, this might affect their stocks or something. But if you look at what happened in like that year and a half period, the combined value of their stocks increased by over a trillion dollars, which is more than some small economies out there in the world, right? So it really looks like these tech companies are going to be dominating the foreseeable future in the world economy as a whole. Like Apple is far bigger than Standard Oil was back in like the 1900s. So is it is it actually like if you like scale yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely. It is. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the question here is, do you think that I mean these companies obviously like they do a lot of good technological advancements and stuff like you that. You know, fun fa- fun fact. Question, should we should we curb these big tech companies and try and slow their growth to promote competition? Ooh. Unrelated fun fact: uh, <laughs> Apple pays like their patent lawyers like a hundred k a month. Yeah. Just That's... just. Just so you well, know, yeah, they got to get because they're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a month, so they're making like one point two like over a nice bit over a million a year. So yeah, these a companies month? have money to spend a hundred k a month. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's worth I, it I'm thinking them, right? of becoming a patent lawyer straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so do you, do you think we should be curbing their growth to promote competition, or like maybe not to promote competition? Maybe it's just like to like increase personal privacy like do you think there's a reason we should be curbing the growth as like oh. the government or some, yeah. some of their what do you think Jeff? That's, that's really i i think no because i want to go like work at one of these companies and i want to oh, make no. a lot of money so uh, <laughs> you want to make the ai that takes all the jobs it's fine you want to make the ai that takes all their jobs yeah <laughs> it's i mean true. like i'm not gonna lie i definitely i definitely think we need to like slow the roll a bit no, like, I don't up. know if I agree with like okay, this one. Look, I first of all, you're never gonna work at Facebook. <laughs> well, hey, uh, hey, don't say that. <laughs> I have the connections. Believe. Ooh, yeah. ooh, the connections. Yeah, I'm sure uh-huh. you're gonna like send Networking. your hashtag send LinkedIn. Your, send your, hashtag LinkedIn ooh. sponsor us. All right, we got <laughs> LinkedIn. <Yeah. laughs> we got a new sponsor. LinkedIn, yeah. <laughs> we need right, some. No, we need money. Do you actually yeah, we think we should money. curb the growth and why? Right, right, right. But like, okay, I don't think we should go as far as like Elizabeth Warren. Was saying like you know we should like break up these big tech companies, um, but we should definitely do something to slow, slow their role. Just because like I know like in Cobb knows right, I helped prep him for this topic like back in June. Uh, these like big companies like by the very f- virtue of their size are inherently anti-competitive, and like that's not good, right? Because like the free market like in order to like work well needs to have like co- competition. Like ideally, it would be a perfectly competitive market. Um, right. So, so how do you respond to the fact that like the majority of startups are only starting their business in the first place in order to get bought out by one of these big five companies? Right, like the incentive. Well, 
to get bought out. I think that like that's like a false dichotomy, right? Because like yes, that's the incentive right now, but that's only because these huge companies exist and they know they're not going to be able to go like toe to toe with Apple. So like instead of going toe to toe with Apple, they're like we should just like take the next best option and just get bought out. Because like what's the other option they have? Get absolutely demolished by Apple because like Apple released their own product that does the exact same thing. Everybody buys it because like everybody likes Apple. Okay, so your reasoning for reasoning for curbing them is through competition. Well, partially, but also like I mean, yes, I think these companies have way, way too much power. I mean, like think about it, right? We collect, I mean, or they collect so much data about literally everything. Like think about it, right? Google can tell. Well, I mean, Google, Apple, basically everybody can tell your location. They can tell where you work. Where like, or if you go to school, where you go to school, they can tell who you're related to, who your friends are. They can tell you what you like. They can tell you, um, I, I mean, like not just like what you like in terms of like food or everything, but they can tell like these like intimate personal things about you. Like there was a story I remember reading like a couple a couple months ago, right, where uh, Amazon sent like um, this girl's father a uh, like started sending her um, recommendations or started sending her father like recommendations about like maternity, like maternity items, like no baby clothes, like maternity dresses, things like that. Right. And based on the age of the daughter? No, because based on her searches, it figured out she was pregnant and her father didn't know yet. That's how her father found out that she was pregnant through Amazon. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading, yeah, reading one story about this too. Like, the, actually, like, so, the, like, it's really, like, most of the jobs for, like, data science jobs and stuff, for, like, Target and Walmart and stuff like that, like, based on how, like, what coupons and emails they sent you for these kind of things, uh, they actually, sometimes they know before you know, like, that you were pregnant. Like, I don't, I don't know what data side stuff they figured out, but like what they use, but like apparently it's like very statistically like, like, a, like I guess like good, but they know before you know that you're pregnant, they'll start sending you stuff before you even figure it out. Wait, but if they're not, if you're not looking up anything related to pregnancy, how are it, you? It, to it might be like your tendencies to buy some items or yeah. something like that, or like it's like trends surrounding it. Yeah, yeah. You can literally write an algorithm. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know the exact stuff because obviously they don't like they won't say that because that's like their company, like yeah. secret. That's why they pay their patent lawyers like hundred k a month. But yeah, um, that's that. That's how crazy it is. I mean, like, yeah. and like, yeah, sure. Like, you can say, like, oh, well, like, that's not so bad. Like, Google's not gonna go in and like try and like violate my civil rights, right? But like, what? Google's working. No, they, with they already have. Hello. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, I mean, like, like Google, like Google's not gonna send in like the fucking like Google like Navy SEALs and like you know launch a drone <laughs> strike on your place of residence, right? But you know, there are there are like actors out there that will. Like, China is developing this massive social credit program, right? Based in part on like technical assistance by companies like Google, based in part on data the, handed the, over to them by the like Google, time, and also okay. like, Corona, the Corona time, will take do. care of that. No, Corona will take care. <laughs> yeah, of that. And, don't worry, don't worry. At the worry. same time, you do like you do have a choice here. You, like that's like you do have a choice not to use these products. You when you sign up, you like, click box saying that you agree to let them collect all this personal information. You okay. agree give all this stuff okay, away okay so maybe like maybe you don't have a choice actually like um you could argue that you don't but at the same time you're checking off that box i disagree heavily so, i disagree heavily okay. with that because like all right think I'm, about I'm, not, I'm not like saying right. this is my argument i'm just right, saying like right, right. what do you but think like, about that you know what is the top tech companies right like microsoft apple google facebook amazon you don't use those companies what are you doing are you fucking Amish? Yeah, no, no, like, no. Are you just it's, not it's, using it's tech? Like, yeah, no. It's unavoidable to use those things, but you're yes, checking no. off that box. You're I, giving I'm them not, consent no. to, like, collect this information. So it's like, they're well within their bounds to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cobb Cop is right to some extent, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it's... Like there are like I there are definitely a lot of benefits for having them be able to like use information so like well because like obviously there's a big consumer benefit, uh, but at the same time there are a lot of harms and maybe we just there's like some sort of balance we have to find but I guess Noah with will be OP with his powers and use his GW education to. To liberate yeah, change us all. the world. It's gonna write <laughs> the policies that, that, that save our economy. <laughs> 
definitely. That was going to save our planet. That's definitely will Single handedly. Single handedly. No, you can be the first Asian president. No. You, uh, we've lost no, our not, chance. We're not. Yeah, we're all gonna out of here, year. Noah. He stepped we're, out just for you. He knew we're you all coming. gonna act like my international affairs degree <laughs> will immediately end up in me working at Taco Bell for the rest of my life. Bro, can you yeah. hit me up with the discounts? Uh, no, that's against company policy. Sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> give me nacho fries for free. Okay, yeah, no, but, no already read the damn book, man. I'm but preparing. All, like, I'm, I'm getting ready for my career. In all seriousness, <laughs> Noah asked like. You pretty much have to use uh, Google, Facebook, all, all these other like platforms in or like in your daily life. Yeah. Uh, but recently, I watched this YouTube video, uh-huh. and it was titled uh, "Deleting Social Media for 30 Days." Wait, wait, one second. Before, dudes... before you do this, who, who's the who's the YouTuber? Uh, yes, Theory. Okay, never mind. I don't. I don't. Okay, I didn't yeah. This. Uh, but this dude from Yes Theory, he did this challenge for 30 days where he cut out like all social media, so he deleted Instagram. Facebook, Snapchat, like whatever it may be. And uh, during these 30 days, he did all the things that he's been meaning to do. So he went like surfboarding, he exercised, he read books, he journaled. And at the end of it, he was like a lot happier and he didn't feel the need to download these apps again or to constantly be on like these websites like Facebook and Instagram. And in the uh, YouTube video, they interview this dude named Cal Newport. He wrote this book called Digital Minimalism, which is a way of life in which you don't use technology that much other than to like basically enhance the things you know you enjoy doing and that give you value so you use technology in like an exclusive kind of way to maximize the benefit you get out of it and i've been reading this book and i've really enjoyed it i've gotten noah to start this 30-day challenge with me and for the past (laughs) like uh, like 10, 12 days, I've been journaling every day. I've been like playing guitar. I've been doing more things. And I've actually really enjoyed it because sometimes on apps like Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, you just kind of start endlessly scrolling and it just you just sit there and you never stop scrolling. And what's interesting is that these companies like Facebook, Instagram, they program it to, they program their applications like as slot machines. Like the, the engineers actually analyze like what casinos do and then create the apps to make it work like a slot machine in which you like constantly need to use it over and over again. And that's why they came up with things like the like button in order to give like that positive social reinforcement that like basically all humans seek just because we like to be accepted by other people. And they've just like basically taken this like, I guess one flaw in human psychology and just maximize the profit they can make out of it. And that's why, like, the top five companies, if you look at what they are, like, it's Facebook, it's it's companies like this that pretty much run the world. Yeah. I mean, okay, uh, Brene. Yeah. I, I was about to say top five companies, but he realized only Facebook was the <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I mean, Google has, Google, like, you, you, how long could you go without, like, using Gmail and stuff? Like, it, yeah, yeah, like, Google, Google and YouTube. YouTube yeah, so. like, you, you, yeah, you, you had the exact same endlessly, scro- endlessly scrolling thing. Uh, what are the other, what are the other things? Instagram owned by Facebook. Instagram, yeah, Instagram, Instagram's now owned by Facebook. Like WhatsApp owned owned by Facebook. Literally, like just all social media is kind of owned by Facebook. That's why I realized Facebook was like the uh, only one, just because they bought everything. I will say, this was says he he convinced me, but like in reality, I was just kind of like he just told me about it. I was like, all right, that sounds cool. I'll do it. I just no, deleted I all my like. I literally gave you the entire spiel now. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, no, you, you explained what it no, is. You didn't and even then use, you started like, anything. I'd say, I'd say that's convinced. All right, all right. That's no, fair, no that's one says this, but yesterday Noah posted a picture of his <laughs> like. Of his root tomatoes. I thought I liked how the first like on that photo. He's cooking. He's not scrolling on Reddit. He's cooking. Oh, I mean, like that's on Instagram, and like I don't really use Instagram, and like I've. I don't know. Like, I just felt the need because like, like, I put five hours into that pot of tomato soup and god damn it, people are going to see it. <laughs> okay. So the thing about digital yeah. minimalism, no, think... real, real quick, Cobb, is that yeah. uh, you don't, it's not like you don't use it. The, in the book that Cal Newport writes, he literally says like after 30 days, it's not like you're supposed to delete them permanently for the rest of your life and you can use them occasionally. It's just you shouldn't become addicted to these apps to the point where you're just like constantly scrolling like it's fine that noah did that like one post but and he probably didn't use it again after he did yeah so i actually i actually have done a couple of like i haven't i haven't done like a legitimate just straight up 30 day thing but like 
Uh, I have done like a couple things, and I feel like now where I'm where I'm at is like pretty. I feel like pretty healthy. But also one other thing is like I have to like I some like I have to do it. Uh, like I have to have Instagram for example for like uh, I don't know if I want to promote something maybe like Red Cross related or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I'll talk about yeah. that in a second. But Call has something to say about this. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll play double advocate here. I'll play, like, the Facebook guy. So, I think that... You're always playing devil advocate, God. Maybe you just are the devil. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, have you ever considered that you are, in fact, Satan? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Lucifer Lucifer Morningstar? Hello. Satan's Twitter account got banned. (laughs) Sad, sad. It's a bunch of good posts. I'm I'm happy I get a bunch of good posts. No, so, like... The big companies, Google, like, you need Gmail, you need these type of things to, like, do good work and, like, function pretty much in society. But let's look at, like, besides, like, the necessary stuff, let's take all the necessary stuff. Okay, everybody needs that. Let's look at the unnecessary stuff uh, regarding, like, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I think there's a lot of value there if you know how to use it right. That doesn't necessarily have to be minimalism, right? Because a lot, like... Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, they do a lot of, like, the platform itself allows for a lot of good things to happen. You see all these, like, charity live streams, things like that. A lot of charity campaigns and good causes get started on these uh, platforms, and that wouldn't really gain traction unless people are using them a lot. It connects people who never would have, like, met before, or maybe it's keeping people in, in touch with each other. Like, I mean, even us, like, we if we didn't have social media, there would be, like, very delayed communication between us. Uh, email. <laughs> email. Like, even, even like, yeah, like email. Even that's like a little bit delayed, yeah, right? Yeah. Like this allows for instant access. It allows for a lot of work to get done more effectively, uh, like across the world. But I guess that kind of falls into the necessary component. I guess the thing is, you should know your own limits and then apply that to yourself. Whatever you feel is the healthy amount of social media to use, that's the correct amount. Okay. Right? I don't think it's like a, a set amount and yeah. it doesn't but it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, only an hour a day or something like that, right? Like whatever you think is the healthy amount that you feel good taking on and you can still do other things and you're not like sucked in, that's the healthy amount for you. That's like the other part of digital minimalism. It's not like I said before, it's not cutting out all technology, but it's just maximizing your use of the technologies you do decide to use. The reason you do the thirty day challenge to just get rid of all all of it like get rid of YouTube, get rid of Insta, get rid of Facebook just for those 30 days. It's like detox yourself to no longer feel the need to use them the way you've used them before. But like if Pernay wants to, you know, advertise for Red Cross on Instagram or something, like he should be able to do that. And it is a useful platform to do those types of things. And the same goes for Facebook, right? But once you like detox yourself for uh, these 30 days, you gain like the clarity you need in order to maximize your use of these apps, which is what the whole philosophy behind digital minimalism is. Noah? Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so I will say this. I noticed quite a bit, even over the last week, right, which is only how long I've been doing this, that the amount of like impulse to use technology was almost never tied to something uh, constructive or productive. It was almost always like, you know, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. Let me just pull out Reddit or like I'm yeah. just like sitting around and like I am doing much to, like right now. Let me just pull out Reddit. Right. Or like, let me pull mm-hmm. up YouTube. And like, like, I mean, like that was really what I was doing for like the majority of my time, like beforehand. Right. I was just like, you know, playing Destiny 2, scoring on Reddit, listening to like videos on YouTube and ultimately, like, cutting out those three things themselves, my, like, the ability for me to, like, work on, like, actual impactful things has skyrocketed. Like, I've been, like, working on, like, the D&D campaign. I always told myself yeah. that I'd build for you guys. Yeah. And, like, you know, I know yeah. when we get back in the summer, we're going to play. And, like, I don't know, maybe put on the podcast. We'll see. Oh, shit. But, yeah. So like, that's just like my two cents. Yeah, also, I also read this uh, other book. I forgot exactly what it was called. Maybe it was, I think it's the Power of Habit, or it was like seven, some something along that along. Oh, seven. Lines. Uh, what is it? Seven something I, to highly. Yeah, I think I told people. you to read it. And you're, you said your mom had it or something like that. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's something way. highly effective people. Seven yeah, yeah, yeah. habits for highly. Seven effective. habits of highly effective. That's people. That's really fucking good, but like you definitely. Yeah, should. it's it's a really. Okay, good. Either way, yeah. so. In one of them, they said, like, 
you should like set out some time for you just to be bored. Like you should like destigmatize the the uh, idea of like being bored as something bad. And it's like, for example, sometimes like when I'm driving, like I don't drive right now, but like when I'm in Dallas and I'm driving, like sometimes I just won't put music. I just won't put anything. I just yeah. like sometimes he gets bored when he's driving. He just like takes <laughs> wrong. Takes no, like bored in terms of just like just like sit there and just like do nothing and. Just like you can, you can think about stuff, but uh, just like try not to be I feel like stimulated. Is not the optimal time to do this. I mean, I mean, I'm obviously focused on the road, but it's not. It's not like I'm gonna put like all the attention on the road. That's Pernay not like just like, that, I'm not gonna race just like driving along, like hits like an old lady. Like, oof. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just what a thought. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but so like, no, kind of going off of. I mean, but there are there are different ways of doing that, right? So, like, I could, like, go to YouTube and then watch, like, a guitar tutorial for something and then, like, you know, help maximize my productivity while also, like, using these platforms at their best. But if I'm just, like, constantly watching, like, Smash Brothers videos on YouTube, like, eventually it just becomes a waste of time, even though, like, I do enjoy them and it's, like, a good way to relax. Yeah, so there's got to be limits. And, I mean, there's times when, like, we just need to stop processing inputs. Like our brain, like we're con- every every time we're like bored, we'll like listen to music or we're like scroll on our phones or we have that knee jerk reaction to just like pull out our phone and then open it up. Like I remember after I deleted like Reddit, I think I would open my phone, go to where Reddit was, and click whatever app was there. It was like this random T-Mobile TV app. It was like the most useless app in the universe, and I just kept open. I opened this app like five times in one day just because that's where Reddit used to be, and I had this knee jerk reaction to uh, use it. But I mean. Yeah, Renee? Yeah, one of my friends actually has this like really interesting thing for Android. It's an app. It's like every time you open your phone, it tracks how long you use it, and your screensaver is like it populates. It's supposed to like a bubble that represents how long you use it. So each bubble mm-hmm. is a different time you use your phone, and the bigger the bubble is, the longer like you've used it. And it's supposedly it's like supposed. I obviously I don't have it because I have Apple. It's supposed to like help you like identify how long oh, you're using it stuff. Too. But for we him, it too. doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, do we actually? No, do you want to? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So for for both platforms, there are ways you can just keep track of how much time. And something interesting for all our viewers to do is just take your phone out right now, and go into settings and try and find where. uh, If you have an iPhone, Noah, do you want to explain how to get there? Uh, Just just go to settings. There's like screen time. Click on it. Screen time, yeah. And then in Android, you you can just go to settings and then under battery, you can find how long you've Figure been on your out. phone. And I feel like the numbers you read might surprise you. Also, we keep saying uh, viewers, but we're doing a podcast. Oh, uh, <laughs> listeners, listeners. <laughs> whatever. Same difference, whatever. Yeah. What if they're secretly watching us? Uh, yeah, uh, Facebook, Google, they're out there. Sponsor us, even though we yeah. want to take you apart. And I know we've kind of bashed on how we use YouTube to waste time, but we all have favorite YouTubers. That is true. Uh, Jit, Jit, Noah, and I have, like, we have favorite YouTubers. Yeah. Uh, currently, at least, well, not currently, because I haven't used YouTube in a while, but before I deleted YouTube, uh, there was one YouTuber, he plays the bass, his name is Davey504. He, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he's just really funny. He has, like, this, this kind of character that he portrays where he's just, like, all he does is he just he says slap a lot and he's just like very monotone. It's great. You guys should check him out. But uh, what are y'all's favorite YouTubers? Uh, so I can I guess I can go. Uh, I have yeah, I have I a couple. Can go, Renee. <laughs> I guess so. I guess uh, so. Obviously, Mr. Fruit. If you haven't heard of him, he's yeah, we all love him. Good yeah, fucking. All love him. Good. That's fucking why we're YouTuber. that's why we're doing our podcast right now. Yeah, Mr. Fruit. Like, yeah, Mr. Fruit Gaming Channel, and all the extended Dream Team, everybody. If you don't know yep. what I'm talking about, you right. you have to go to Mr. Fruit. You have to Mr. watch Fruit, his videos. Mr. Fruit, sponsor us. Heidi Give ho. us a shout-out. <laughs> ho, everybody. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after that, there's one Smash YouTuber called Little Z. And, Little Z. And his roommate, Hopcat. 
Those those are the people. And and yeah. Nairo. Uh, occasional Nairo. Nairo MK. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh Jacob, you wanna you wanna go? Yeah, so I I mean I watch but I watch the more like more mainstream, I guess. Uh I don't really watch the mainstream at all, but like the more mainstream gaming YouTubers, like Jacksepticeye, I really like him. He's a good person, I feel. I like his videos, and then uh, I do watch Markiplier a lot, and their extended team, Lord Minion 777, those two guys, like, those three together are so funny, so funny, all of their gaming videos, they're so good, I'll even watch, like, the PewDiePie videos every now and then, like, his stuff is also, like, pretty good, like, after he just took a break, and the stuff he's been posting after he came back has, like, actually been, like, pretty good, like, I like his stuff, uh, I know it's, like, more mainstream, but I still think... They're doing a lot of funny and good content. Yeah, I mean, those would be probably. I mean, mm -hmm. for me, I I think like besides Mr. Fruit, I watch a lot of like uh, rather kind of like niche, like informational YouTubers. Well, not anymore, right? No. Uh, yeah, not anymore. But I used to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But I think. Kurt oh, yeah. Kurt is a good one. Very, uh, very um, good. There is mustard. Mustard does like these like videos on like civil aviation, like specific um, stories behind like planes, and they're, they're all as fascinating. Like he, there was like a, there was like a plane called like the Bristol Brabazon, right? No, yeah. what is like, civil like, the aviation? Biggest, the it's, it's like not military aviation. Oh, okay, it's, that makes sense. Military aviation go pew pew. Civil <laughs> aviation go uh, get in the aisle and sit the fuck down. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so there was a plane called like the Bristol Brabazon, right? It was yeah. this massive propeller engine plane. And it was basically Britain during World War II, right? It was like, we're going to make this plane and we're going to dominate the airline industry after the war. And they do that. And as soon as they build that, jet airplanes come out. And they're like, well, this is useless now. And it, it, was, it was just a fascinating story. But like... Um, Very fascinating. Um, that's, uh, but anyway, so like beyond that... I love like history YouTubers. There's a, a really good one, uh, Historia Civilis. He oh, mainly does uh, Roman history, but like it, it's great. Like he goes through like the entirety of like Caesar's campaigns, and like all is very nice. Uh, and I don't know if you can tell, but Noah is a big nerd, especially about history. And <laughs> if you guys have any questions up. for I him, am uh, please email him at cafepunch2000 at gmail.com if you have any questions like, for going him. Going off the whole history thing, we need if to you... give a, I feel like we need to give a shout out to the, the YouTube channel that gave us our name, or gave us our, our cover photo. Ooh. Oh yeah, epic rap right? battle. Oh yeah. That, that yeah. Be the best one, like I think the one that we all agree is the best one is the team versus that. For sure. Teenage Mutant like, Ninja Turtles. Bro, we, we, we actually know this from the top. Like, literally, like, by heart, we know we all the We won't do it. We won't do it from the top. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, that's what gave us a comfort. Like, we have been known as a team and Like, our whole group chats are called, like, TMNT. It's been that way for a while now. We each have our own rules. I also feel like giving a shout-out to um, Bad Lip Reading. They're, they're yeah. pretty OP. Seagulls. Stick. Uh, yeah, Steagle, yeah, Stick. We love them. Yeah, 49 times. Bushels of Love. Bushels yeah, of Love. Yeah. 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 Uh, we all, we all do, we know all these by heart, too. Yes. Uh, yep. it's, it's all pretty nice. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so like, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, these YouTubers are like, fair, not really mainstream. I don't know, would you call them mainstream entertainment? Would you call YouTube? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. I, feel like, I, I, I feel, feel like, yeah, bad yeah, lip reading right. definitely is fairly mainstream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, crap out of history, definitely, like, mainstream. Uh, Once you're on, like, the little fire icon that's there, like, yeah, on, like, the trending yeah. thing, you're mainstream. Like, you're yeah. there. You've made it. Like, <laughs> once the algorithm yeah, favors yeah, you, yeah, you've you made like, it. No, no. Do you think, like, YouTube as a whole is mainstream? Like, watching Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, like, at the point no, where, like, basically. I don't consider that mainstream. Well, hey, I have to put really our basically our the number one meme for Birdie Sater's campaign is a <laughs> yeah. YouTube ad. Like, come on. And to, and to all of our listeners, uh, slap that like button. For your financial turn report. on that <laughs> notification bell. And subscribe we're once again now. asking for you to subscribe now. Hit, Please give us a five star rating. Hit us with that five star rating. Leave leave a comment down below if you enjoyed the uh, the podcast. I I haven't seen any comments yet. I. 
Right. We're waiting. We know I have you exist. Well, at that's least because one we don't have exists. any listeners. No, we do. I we know do. one person exists. They don't we exist. Are, we are five star rated. Shout out to my mom. We are five star rated. rated. We are five star rated. Alright, yep. well. Anyways, uh, now that you've slapped like and uh, hit that subscribe button and, uh, you know, oh. giving us a good... You know, turn on turn on the notification bell. Yep, once you've done all that, you can hear more about a serious topic, which is uh, a recession, which is something we've all heavily debated Ooh. while we were in high school. And uh, it's something that we've all really hoped that would happen because it would just mean our arguments are true. When they're probably not. (laughs) Uh, But we've had like millions of different reasons as to why recessions happen. Mostly Uh, is because... $100 trillion asset debt bubble. Mostly is because 60% of economists agree that recessions are happening in 2021. (laughs) Wait, sometimes it's 80 though. Bloomberg 2019. (laughs) Bloomberg, yep. They they spout this information, but pretty much like every two months, someone is like, "There's going to be a recession," and you know it's just a constant cycle until we're waiting for it to actually happen. Well, the thing is, you can like cause a recession by just saying there will be one. Like change people's expectations and then change their behavior, right? They'll increase the savings they have, which decreases their demand, and that's. Just by saying there is one. Oh Jesus Christ, Cobb! Stop saying that a recession is going to happen. You're going to cause one. <laughs> yeah, Cobb. What the hell? <laughs> all our listeners are going to go out, fucking like take all their savings out of the banks, and the banks are oh, going to fucking fail. <laughs> I'm already opening do? up my Bank of America app. I'm taking out all my money. <laughs> this is all your fault, no, Cobb. No, no, no. It's that they put more in the bank. It's that they don't spend more, and it's that they save more, which decreases aggregate demand. Oh shit! Well, I'm I'm saving. I'm saving. Oh God, Cobb. <laughs> Yeah, I can already well, feel my C spending going down. Yeah, so the, the interesting thing now is, uh, so, like, the reason why it's so contentious now is because, like, our economy is, like, in this really, really stable place, and it's been so stable for so long. And uh, that that's why, like, all the economists and everybody are just, like, wondering if it's going to happen or not. But we've have been having this really, really stable growth that doesn't seem to be, like, going down. There are no signs of any sort of... Uh, you know, yeah, any sort of we're like, recession we're or anything? A, a period of like really, really long extended growth right now, right? That hasn't been going away well, for a while. Well, I mean, like that's like that's like an interesting case, right? Because if you think about it, like if you ask the question is like, no, when will a recession happen? Like for most parts of the world, it already has happened. Like Germany went through a recession like last that's year. That's true, but I'm talking like, about the, I'm talking about the been US. slowing down. Yeah. Right, right. But, like, I mean, that's like the big question, right? Like, if a recession doesn't happen in the U.S., right, can a recession in the in another part of the world, like, kind of, like, circle back well, and hit Well, of us? course, that's, that's, like, true. That's, like, that goes back to the t- intermediate macro. I don't know if you guys are taking that. But is this the mm-hmm. world interest rate can only be affected by large economies. And basically, the only two in the world that can really affect the world interest rate is, like, if all... If all of the EU somehow went into a recession at the same time, that could affect it. If, which, like, possible with Brexit, China or the US, right? So, unless the Chinese or the US economies go, like, belly up, I don't think they're going to be, like, seeing this big, huge, huge, like, recession globally happen. Like, I don't think we, right? So, I think it would have to be something internally in one of those three places that caused. And it probably comes from the U.S. just because we had such like a recession is by any means like it's just a normal part of the business cycle, right? Like really, really over in the U.S. So probably comes from the U.S., but I don't really know. Could come from virus, like maybe it's China. I mean, like honestly, like. They've, they've been saying coronavirus is, like, a short-term thing. It's only going to, like, impact the economy, like, short-term. But, like, the way it's going right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're, we're fucking dead. Like, <laughs> Done <know>. for. <laughs> so, I know that Cobb has another question, because, yes, we are full of questions. And this one's a bit more non-serious. So, uh, Cobb, uh, take it away. <laughs> yeah, so, I read a really 
Cop crashes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I had a really interesting, like, conflicting view type of article. So, obviously, two two really iconic characters of the last decade or so. Captain America and Optimus Prime, uh, right? Yes. Two, yeah, two, two leaders of their respective, like, organizations. Really big characters. Arguably, one has better movies, like, pretty uh, obviously. One I mean, we all know... The the Transformers cinematic universe is second to none. Like it is just a billion dollar Titanic right. hegemon, right? Like the the TCU has really taken hey, over the entertainment hey. industry. <laughs> exactly. Right. That that has nothing to do with the question. The question is solely. If you if you guys a... did not notice, he was being sarcastic. Yeah, I, I think we got that. <laughs> For our listeners. Oh, no, there. I was being totally <laughs> true. No, totally. Totes that was also sarcastic for those who didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Totes <laughs> and goats. The question Every is, time we make a joke, who... we shall let you guys yep. know. Because <laughs> that's how you make something <laughs> funny. You explain the joke. That's how you make it funny. Exactly. So the question is, yeah. who gives a better inspirational speech? Optimus Prime or Captain America? Bro, it doesn't even matter, bro. All Captain America has to do is stand there and be like, Avengers, assemble. And then yeah. everyone's like, whoa, whoa! Okay. <laughs> Step on no, Captain America. He doesn't even have to say... He doesn't even have to say anything. He can just be like, hold his hand up yeah. and get Mjolnir. Like the, the and the best speech Captain America ever made was retrieving a hammer. That's not a speech. That's not a speech. That's not a speech. I'm talking about like actual words yeah. of speech. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Okay. It's a non-verbal speech. That's, it's, that was Bro, like a fucking picture that told a million words. A hammer speaks a thousand words. A hammer speaks a thousand words. Yo, when I hear Optimus Prime, I feel like I'm going to go fight the dude who myself. Prime? It's fine. Have you heard his speeches? Why it, Optimus Prime is an overgrown tomboy who is hurting her friends, folks. Optimus Prime is yeah, not good for the environment. Like that is true. Okay. He, he he takes in. What does he even use his energy? He's a fucking like, I mean, fourteen wheeler or a sixteen wheeler or whatever. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, but not all fourteen wheelers transform. Yeah, this is a good question. Hold on, hold on. This is a good question. Why don't the Transformers have to fill up on That's fuel? That's true. That's true. Very true. Hmm? Okay, what, what the hell do I they? Like, what do they consume? Like, how do they get they nutrients eat other and, like, Transformers? food? And... Like, do they wait, just wait, wait, eat wait. the Decepticons? Wait, they, 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 do they obviously do have gas because I remember very distinctly when they're, like, cutting off all the Decepticons and stuff, there's, like, gas flying yeah. everywhere. So they... Like, like they're, they're basically giant cars. So why do we cars. never see them filling up? Well, I mean, they're basically giant cars, right? Because, like, I remember distinctly, like, one of the move. Do they have gas on Mars where they're like Wait, home planet? planet was <laughs> <laughs> Mars. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it, it was it was like it was like one side of Mars. Ooh, like that's, that's, that's I'm pretty sure. Like Cybertron was like it's a different planet. What the? I, no, I swear, no, no, okay. Like in Deep Lord, but in, in the cinematic, in the okay. cinematic the universe, cinematic I swear universe, to God, it was in Mars. Yep. The billion dollar TCU cinematic. If you go online, you can read the lore. So no, you guys. Know, the dark side of the moon, where they like crash their ships into the opposite side of the moon. But that wasn't their home planet. Their home planet has always been Cybertron. They like brought Cybertron to Earth, and they're like, moon. all right, okay, okay, okay. But like, here's the thing, right? Oh yeah, you're telling me that these so-called Autobots who are here to save the Earth can't be bothered to transform into, like, I don't know, an electrical vehicle? Like, you know, what about fucking Tesla, right? <laughs> yeah, they you can't climate change. To a Tesla? <laughs> like, yeah. They're not saving like, the Earth. You want to talk about Decepticons? Let's talk about fucking climate change, right? Is, is, are the Decepticons going to cause, like, millions, I mean, trillions of dollars of economic damages? Are the Decepticons going to cause this fucking sea level to rise? I don't think so. I don't, you know who's a real threat? Fucking climate change, all right? Greta Thunberg. Bro, the Decepticons were terraforming the Earth. The Decepticons started terraforming the Earth. I mean, that's a good thing. It stops climate change. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, Noah's our history, our history nerd. Cobb is our like action Marvel superhero nerd, and Pernay and I are both free, available, single, and Ooh. on the market. So, no, say, I'm going to keep season. advertising this every episode until it works. That's, that's the, the, you have not assigned the world's property. Noah's the history, Noah's the history guy, but he also does a lot of this action stuff. I do a lot of the action stuff. I would say I'm like the biological sciences Ooh. person. 
Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, Jacob. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that real quick. Because you claim to be a so-called doctor, or in the so-called pre. I don't You're in like so-called like medical school, but I've never seen you save a single life, Cobb. I've never seen you do a single operation. What's up with that? What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, when you're when we're on the Red Cross yeah. park cleanups, what were you doing, Tom? Oh, what were you doing? Yeah, were you saving lives? Uh, were you saving yeah, lives? Park cleanups. I'm not an actual doctor yet. Oh, Speaking oh of yeah, the park that's right. <laughs> I remember some good stories from high school. You remember the good times in high school, guys? Yeah. I do remember the good times. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I, I feel like every episode of this podcast, we always talk about news or or something happening in the economy or some something just broad in general like that, like the movies. But I feel like this time it's time for our listeners to find out more about our oh. personal lives a bit uh i don't know why they and, would want uh, to do that but you know what like i feel like you you can really get to understand this if, you, okay yeah. i'm just saying this yeah because all they know so far, why, all they know so you, far is that he likes boxer boots Ooh. but there was actually once a girl I mean, that that's, he also that's all you need to know like back in sophomore <laughs> year all you need to know uh, little known fact uh, he yeah. once confused boxer briefs for an actual woman which is how this whole thing happened. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I know. That's that's not accurate at all. And sometimes Pernay is just just wild. Sometimes he's just you're just too scared to make the move. Oh. I remember talking to her. We'll call her. What should we call her? North Carolina. Should we disclose? Same, same thing. North we'll call Carolina. her North Carolina. We'll North call her North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Back in okay. sophomore year. Yeah. I'll tell this story because I know Pernay doesn't want to. So. Back in sophomore okay. year, Brene liked North Carolina. And, you know, it, that's fine. And he never did anything about it. The entire year, he didn't do anything about it. But the, at the very end of the year, he asked to sign her yearbook. And within the yearbook, I have read the message personally, mm. by the way. Uh, within <laughs> the yearbook, Brene wrote a nice long message. And then basically, it was like almost basically him saying, I like you. <laughs> and okay. I talked to her because I'm good friends with North Carolina. And, and if you're wondering why we why we call her said, North Carolina, is because uh, she really made Pernay's South no! rise again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go history <laughs> reference. What up, no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so after she finds out that Mr. Pernay over here liked her, she was like, "Oh, I totally would have dated him if." Uh, he asked me out or if he if he told me something or did anything really earlier in the year but at that point she was changing schools and nothing could be done about it so yeah and now in honor of north carolina jacob would you like to share your personal anecdote yeah no so if you didn't know we're all debaters right and what you have to do at the beginning of the debate round to just get get things going decide who, what side you're do a coin flip. Oh, yeah. So every day I, I like bring a coin to school just in case we're doing practice rounds or going to tournaments. You gotta have a, a coin. So to this day, I still carry a quarter that has North Carolina on the back for good luck because it's always worked out for Pernay. So it's gotta work out for. Me. And you know, like, <laughs> and then they proceeded to lose. Has it really though? Has it really worked out for me though? The real moral of the story is, you know, sometimes when you're feeling it, you gotta shoot your shot. If you're like, if you if you see that girl and you really want to ask that girl out, go yeah. ask her out. You know, if you want that job, and you want, like you should go apply. If you get rejected from art school and you want yes. to take over Germany, go for it. Follow your dreams. Yeah, this, Dude, just because there's a goalie, guy, right? just because there's a goalie, doesn't mean you can't <laughs> exactly. score, baby. Welcome to the FIFA World Cup 2022. You know, coming at you. You think Joseph Stalin <laughs> years, got to where he was by not taking chances, by not taking risks? No, he Why saw the opportunity. Shots, he, he shot so many it. shots. Oh yeah, he he shot like you know, <laughs> yeah. like one could even say he shot like thousands of shots, maybe even hundreds of thousands. But that's how you get to be a real leader, right? <laughs> We're sorry if we've offended anyone. I don't think we have, but if we did offend <laughs> you in some way or form, we are very sorry. And if uh, North Carolina is listening to this, Brene stole my ooh. lucky. Ooh, ooh, yeah. that's, that's oh, weird. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Brene, not, let's weigh the probability not, uh, here. Let's see the statistics, Brene. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking statistics right now. I can calculate not, it. Let's the do fuck? the normal CDF uh, of Brene's chances. Uh, I'm, 
Uh, with this girl to uh, how much you like. I'm just putting in the numbers. I'm putting in the numbers. Oh, oh. All right, no's getting the numbers. All right, no. Uh, well, what's it say? It says uh, elements, console, sources, network, performance, HTML laying equals en. I think I might have opened up inspect element. Oh, you know what that translates to? What is On a what is that? Calculator that means syntax okay. error. No, uh, no. Oh, that, that's oh what that well, I mean, you know what that? Because Prene just could not find the words oh, to talk oh, to North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> Spare the man, please. <laughs> the man suffered why, why a deep, deep syntax error. Why are we doing this? You know, and it's a tragedy. No, Prene kept true, putting in the true tragedy. Kept putting in the numbers. He couldn't couldn't have it come out to less than three. It was pretty unfortunate. Yep. Okay, well, well, that was. Renee, what's your take on this? Good story. Why don't you contribute something to this conversation? What what do you think? What the hell would you want me to contribute? Do you you still like this girl? Uh, Yeah, tell tell your side of the story. Well, just real quick, real quick about Pernay. Why is that? If you don't know him, if Pernay doesn't know what to say, he'll just smile. He'll just look around, smiling, like he doesn't understand what the hell is happening. He's just smiling, because that's the kind of person he is. He's happy because he's confused. <laughs> that's a. Fr- and sometimes it's good to good be confused, man. Yeah, sometimes you just don't want to do it. Choosing to be confused right now. <laughs> he was very well. Yeah, because it's happening. good to be confused. <laughs> but I think I think all sometimes. our listeners are dying to hear the answer to the question. Ooh. Renee, do you still like North Carolina? Have you ever gotten your high school sophomore? Okay. No, no offense to everybody, but as of now, I do not. No, I, I do not like. Wow. Like, this is lies not a lie. This is not a lie. I learned this last is week. Definitely in a truthful statement. Security politics. It's about game theory, right? So assume you have two actors, and this okay. is this is uh, what we'll go with the prisoner's dilemma. Now you have North Carolina. And you have Pernay. Now, they could choose to cooperate, right, and hook up. Or one of them could choose to defect and stay single and reject the other person. Now, here's the thing. Pernay is an actor with incomplete information in this situation. He could try and cooperate and ask out in, like, North Carolina. But, you know, she might defect. (laughs) And then where would he be? So he's choosing to defect. Where's the anonymity, Noah? (laughs) Where is it? You almost said her name. Uh, I said North Carolina. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. No, I I think there's only one real solution to this problem. One day we're gonna have a special guest on this podcast. That special guest is going to be North Carolina, and then we will get the okay. truth. Hey, everyone, everyone, everyone listening, leave a comment down below if you would like to see North Carolina on the next episode of the podcast. Do we even have a comment? Not gonna be a single comment. Yeah, I think there is comments. Oh, shit. I believe there are comment oh, sections. Shit. And if you if you can't find the comment section or if you're having any trouble... Just subscribe. Trouble, Just subscribe. So subscribe and please send an email to <clears throat> cafepunch2000 at gmail.com. If you have any history-related questions, you can send them there too. It'll go straight to Noah. Uh, He'll get ju- back so to you, you know, within five minutes. All, all, all I'm going to send you is a link to Bernie Sanders' uh, donation page. Just because uh, <laughs> I'm feeling the bird, man. Burning 2020, let's go. It's feeling the burn. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pernay. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've run out of bullshit just to talk make about. Make sure we have. And, <laughs> it's uh, pretty sad. <laughs> just, just don't forget that if you want to see North Carolina on this podcast, let us know. Let us know. I think it would be a great experience for all the like parties this. involved, especially I us. I don't like this at all. I don't like this one bit. Maybe you don't like this, but we know you like it. Here we are, TMNT, bringing you the music outro for today's podcast. Episode three, I mean two. Screw you, Cobb. Screw you. Okay. Recap song. Will AI ever become sentient? Obviously, yes. That was a dumb question. Here's a better one. Will Jim commit 
Suicide. Now that's a guy that has it pretty bad. Nobody to love him. That would make anybody pretty mad. Speaking of mad, let's talk about the tech market. It's blowing up. Yeah. This would take me out. Today, I started a project. It wasn't really a project, it was just like a 30 day challenge or something. But I thought it was really helpful for my life because I got everything organized. And now Pernay's just making a beat, but Pernay has a lot more that he might beat to me <laughs> because Ever. he's thinking of a special girl he met in sophomore year. What a twirl. <laughs> I had to rhyme that, but it's fine. North Carolina is also kind of fine, at, at least according to Pernay. He still might like her, by the way. <laughs> That was a good rhyme. And now I think it's close to about time that we stop this rhyme.